Welcome to the Life After Debt podcast. I'm Amber. And I'm Tiffany. And this is the podcast that is all about our own personal stories. Tiffany and I are so excited to take you on this journey with us and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of both debt and success and what you should do when. We have been at the bottom and experienced the worst, even bankruptcy. However, it was and will continue to be the biggest blessing because of our own pain. We will now be able to speak to millions like yourself. We can speak to the issues at hand with real solutions to help you navigate results and tips to deal with the emotions that come with debt. Our hope is that as you listen to the podcast, you actually begin to see that there is life after debt. Let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. Well, here we are. I mean, are. I can't believe it. I never take the time to celebrate the journey of getting like from inception to reality. So I just want to take this moment and say this is such an honor to yes. be sitting with you and sharing this podcast and being able to basically dump everything out on the table for the whole world to know about us because it is so out of character for me. What about you? I cannot believe we've made it. I am so excited. It felt like it was just I'm like, when are we going to get to do this? Like, finally here. Mm-hmm. I love the setup. I love being here with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling somebody the other day, I said, we just talk back and forth and we banter so naturally. It's so weird. There's not many people that have such similar stories that I can remember the first time we went to dinner. Do you remember that? Yes. And literally, it was like, we didn't even know each other. No. But we could finish each other's sentence. And he, I think even the waiter a waitress said something to us. Yeah, she said that we uh, look like sisters. Yeah, which is crazy. So I just think it was meant to be. I'm super excited. I know that throughout this podcast, we're going to learn so many incredible things about so many incredible people, yes. which gets me excited. I, I don't know. It's so weird, though, to sit here because it's like, I do not share. I'm like a lockbox with stuff. So this is going to be interesting. So you're going to have to like probe a little bit to ask some questions to get some stuff out of me because it probably won't flow. I will definitely probe. You okay. know that. Okay. You know that. Okay. So All right. Let's, let's start by telling a little bit about ourselves and yeah. our stories. So you want to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> I am a wife, a mom, a believer. I love business probably more than anything. I love creating and taking something from, you know, a concept and bringing it to fruition. So I've always been a hustler my whole life. I yes. come from a family of four kids myself. My parents were divorced. Um, and I kind of like help to raise my brothers in general. So I think I've always taken that, you know, all right, we're going to figure it out. I'm a problem solver, you know, so I've carried it through life. It served me well. Sometimes our, our biggest issues and problems that we have in life end up being the biggest blessings. And it really is, I think to my core helped me and defined me as to who I am. So, um, you know, we, we ended up in a huge debt situation. I met Ryan by, I, I, I've never, got a word from God before, like I did with meeting Ryan. It was like, okay, you will marry him one day. We have five beautiful children. Um, We have many businesses together. So my life's just been a roller coaster. And in some ways, I'd almost say for the average Joe, it would look so chaotic, you know, juggling as many things as I've juggled. But I think through it all, um, I continue to grow and learn. And I love to see the finished products as they come in, like today. Yes. You know, this just is like, okay, right. This has been a bucket, tri- a, a li- like on my bucket list for a long time. So, um, yeah, 
that that's a little bit about me. I'm a serial entrepreneur, help people with debt, love clothes, love fashion, anything yes. having to do with it. Created Jackie, love people, uh, love making a difference. I love it, Amber. Like, I love your story. You and I, the way we connected, and we've not known each other forever, which is insane. So you yeah. would think that we had known each other for decades, mm-hmm. but yet it's been months. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> how in the world we had never connected, considering we have so many um, of our li- parts of our lives that just I know. intertwine. And I just think it's cool that we had not met. And yet when we did, we just knew it was for this time. You know, such a time as this Mm -hmm. always is what I say about it. But um, me as well, mom, I'm a mama and I've got two. I've got an eighth grader. Well, I guess eighth grader now. And I've got a little boy as well. So girl and a boy. So I got 50-50. And then um, that's where we stopped. And then, of course, I've got a doodle, a doodle dog. And, um, you know, I grew up middle uh, middle class and um, just a really great mom and dad. Like I really just grew up, I, I guess you'd say the American dream. I watched my parents go from working regular jobs to actually becoming entrepreneurs as well. Wow. And they always had that gene. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, man, that is something that I'm going to strive for too. I had no idea how I would get it. Just knew that, you know, that's something that I'd want. I met Mike and, um, you know, we connected on so many, so many levels and we met very young where we're going on. We just made 20 years marriage. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> it's crazy. So we're it's about crazy. the same. Yes. Yeah. Cause yes. this is our 20th. Gracious. I, I'm crazy. like, oh my gosh, I was such a baby, but yet I don't remember really life without him. Yeah. Um, but growing up, you know, I grew up small town in Kentucky and on a farm, um, but I just, I mean, I grew up with the quality of life, but yet they always tried to instill in me and my sister. I've got a sister, um, an older sister, as I would like to say, but they always try to instill in me work ethic. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you talk about serial entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Just work ethic in general Mm -hmm. is so important. And I think that's something that I really want to push into my kids as well. Um, I'm an entrepreneur as well. I love it. Faith, number one, Mm -hmm. family, friendships, freedom, all of the above, and definitely add some fun in there, right? Yes, absolutely. That's so cool. I know. I loved hearing your story. And I do. I agree. I think timing is everything. And just the time that we met in this season that we're walking in, and I'm so excited to see what comes and the people that walk through our doors and and doing this podcast. So it truly is an honor to share the stage with you for sure. Me too. Me too. I just, I adore you. And it's, it just blows my mind that it has been so quick, but yet it feels so authentic, yep. so real, so genuine. Um, I just, I'm just pumped about our future. So yeah, it's good. So I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Because you know, I know, I know some things about you, but yes. just so our listeners can really get to know who we are. Yes, I know you mentioned something about growing up middle class, and I know mm-hmm. for me, I grew up and same middle class. My mm-hmm. dad owned his own business, so I saw what entrepreneurship looked like, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like I always grew up and I had this picture painted in my head of how I wanted to live my life and where I wanted to live and what kind of car I wanted to drive. And it never went away. And it was it's not because I saw it in my own house. Yep. Like, what about you? Did you ever envision what your future would look like as a kid growing up in a middle class family? You know, it's interesting. And this is something that I would say for Mike and I both is that um, a big thing for me was I would watch people. And I was a people watcher Mm -hmm. and I would look at people and I would say, man, and I I was 
pretty good, I guess, at figuring out things about them that I loved and things about them that I'd like to just scoot to the side and, you know, didn't want to go forward with. But I, I love to look at people and find their talents and um, move forward with those and try to figure out how they got them and how I could get them too. So I was always intrigued with how people, not, not keeping up with the Joneses their or stories. anything like that. But yeah, their stories yeah. and the inspiration of that. But I always told Mike, I'm like, always have felt like meant for something Mm. better and something greater. And so since we've been together, I mean, that's always been our thing is I I just feel like there's something out there that just continues like to stir in both of us that, you know, we just want to move forward and we want to inspire people and help people to become greater. Yeah, no, it's so true. And I think doing it together for you Mm -hmm. and Mike, like Ryan and I, we've always done business together, which is a blessing and a curse, you know. Amen. So for so many years, it's like, you desire to, uh, well, you think of the average person, the husband and wife's going their separate, separate ways, ways throughout the day. Yep. Then they reconvene in the evening and talk about each other's day. Well, Ryan and I are together all the time. Yep. That's how we do business. And so, you know, a lot of times, and I'm sure it's the same for you and Mike, it's probably hard to navigate and separate. All right. Yeah. We're business partners, but we're also married. We're a couple. Like, how do you guys balance that out? It is a lot of times, and I find it even more now with the kids getting older, yeah. hard to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are both, we both are type A type personalities. Yep. So we're always very focused on hitting the goal, right. I guess. Um, but you have to take time for yourself mm-hmm. and you have to take time for your spouse. So mm-hmm. that has been a really big thing for us, I guess, for the past, I don't know, five or six years, we've done date nights. And that's, that's awesome. worked really well. Um, But I also think that the idea that when we're together, um, we try to talk about other stuff other than just um, business. Yeah. So when we're with the kids and stuff, I know like now, even more so with the kids um, doing different sports, we kind of go in separate directions sometimes. You have to. You pretty much have to divide and conquer. Well, you know it better than me yeah. because I've got two. So um, you, you've you killed that. Oh, yeah. With five, <laughs> I literally had to have a Portuguese nanny. Like, my child only spoke Portuguese for a long time. I'm not kidding. Oh, to the point awesome. to where we had to get a, a therapist to like, oh, help him speak English. Because he loved her. She was with him. Aww. And with five of them, it's just hard. It's like everybody needed a personal assistant. <laughs> It is. It's a lot. It's a lot. I see people and I'm like, at two, I was like so overwhelmed. I'm like, listen, at one, if I was tired, Mike could take her. Right. If 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 Mike had something going on, I could take her. But when we had two, I'm like, okay, I'm responsible, you know, fully responsible for one. You're fully <laughs> responsible for one. But like with four yeah. or five, yeah. holy cow, it's incredible. These parents are killing it out there. They're I just know. doing so good. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, uh, it, I think for the most part, you have to set aside that time. Mm-hmm. And you also, this was a big one for us, is that I realized we were running toward goals so often earlier in our lives, and we wouldn't celebrate. So good. You know, that that was a huge one for mm-hmm. us, is that we would get, you know, we would get something, and we would hit something, and then all of a sudden, we would realize we went on to the next thing and didn't right. even take the time to sit down, breathe, which is why I love the fact that you said, let's celebrate for a minute. Yes. We're here. Yes. No, we're totally guilty of that too. I mean, we laugh now, but we think about like, well, we got married on the way to work. I mean, we didn't have a <laughs> wedding. We literally like, all right, let's just go get married this morning and go to work. Everything is like this, you know, bought a house, did went here and there is no time to pause and say, Hey, we did this. Like it's a big deal. A big deal. Celebrate it. But I think that is such an important piece mm-hmm. of our success. And I know you all is that 
when you can go through the journey of creating something or getting to a certain place in your life to look back, because I truly believe, and I know for me, the journey getting there is what was so fun. It wasn't being at the top. You know, it's actually really lonely at the top. If the truth were told and people all over the place could be asked, you know, you've, you've had huge success your whole life. What's, what's the one thing that you miss? Well, it's a lonely place at the top. Sometimes it's the journey of getting from being at the bottom to getting to the top. That to me is so satisfying. And then once I get to a place in a business, it's like, all right, let's go again. Let's do this run again. It's like an adrenaline rush for me. What about you? The same. I love it. I always say that like we have lived one of the, you know, a very adventurous life, um, a lot of people will look at that and they say, oh, it's just, you, you've done so many great things and you're so successful. Well, there was a journey to that. There mm-hmm. was an adventure to that. And it has been a lot of ups and downs, a roller coaster, uh, but it's been a great one. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I think that if people looked back at where we started, you know, so many people can look and say, oh, well, they were probably given, mm-hmm. you know, this or that from their family. And that's just not the case. I see so many kids who are given businesses by their parents. Mm -hmm. I can think of some in particular. And it's like all of a sudden they're putting themselves out like successful entrepreneurs. It's like, no, you were handed something on a silver platter. Like that's way different than someone who has to build it from scratch. And for us, when Ryan and I lost everything in the mortgage business, I mean, Mm -hmm. literally everything. When the the doors closed in 2008, it was like, okay, now what are we going to do? And out of that whole situation, to be able to turn what was such an issue for us into a business that became a multi-million dollar company helping others get out of credit card debt, if someone would have told me that years ago, I would have laughed. But if you also look at like, I've been a wheeler and dealer my whole life, I've been negotiating everything throughout my life. So it's no surprise that given the situation, I was able to figure out how to negotiate it. My husband is such a brilliant marketer, Mm -hmm. sales. He can take what I could do and put it out to the world. And literally, it's just unbelievable to me to watch what those circumstances brought us. And it wasn't because something was handed over to us, like many may think, you know, and I know for you, it's the same. Same. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look at yours and you, it's incredible what you did. Um, It's just incredible because I see like you took lemons and made lemonade yeah. out of it. And I love to see success stories of when people do that. But yeah, it's the same. I mean, Mike, uh, before we met, he was sleeping on an air mattress and uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. And and then we met and we thought it was going to, you know, we, we had started uh, our lives together and we got a house. We did everything that you thought you were supposed to do. And then we realized we were taking in less money than we were spending. Mm-hmm. And that became an ongoing thing to the point of, um, one day I realized he was doing all the finances and holy cow, we're in debt. And I had no idea. Right. And all yeah. I wanted to do was go home to mommy and daddy. Uh-huh. And that, <laughs> and my mom said, that is not an option. Wow. You are grown up. And this is after we were married. I mean, it was a, a I don't know, five years in, uh, but we had lived five years just slowly accruing debt um, and not that we weren't doing well, right. which is the crazy part. Cause we were, we felt, you know, in everybody else's eyes, we were success. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just wasn't, you know, in behind closed doors, it wasn't that way. And we were spending more and it doesn't matter what you make. If you're spending a dollar over what you make, so good. you're over. That's right. You're over and you're in debt. So, um, 
we took and and I wanted, you know, Mike slept on the couch for two months and we had a dog. <laughs> we had no kids at the time. So that was a good thing. Yeah. Um, but in, in the process and in going through that and, you know, it's funny now, Amber, that I can actually talk about it without crying. Right. Because, you know, it used to be that every time it was brought up, it took it took it was a lot of process for yeah. me to get to where I am and to be able to talk about it and not have the feelings that I had before. Uh, and I'm sure that's the same for you guys as well. It is. But I think, you know, I'm grateful for it mm-hmm. because that was the driving force we needed to get to here. Yes. And that's why I'm so excited about this podcast, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's so many people out there that are going to listen to our stories and they'll be able to relate. But not only that, I think that there's a lot of people out there that could be swimming in debt right now. Mm-hmm. They have this vision of where they want to be five years from now, but they just don't know how to get there. They don't know the roadmap. So what's really gets me so excited is being able to walk them through that. So not only get out of debt, but also be able to point them in the direction like, hey, do you have a business idea? Like, come in and talk to us. You know, that's what I want us to be accessible for is to help people really create and dream and know what's possible. Because if you and I can do it, like I was the one getting kicked out of private school. So (laughs) I shouldn't be sitting here right now. And so by the grace of God, the giftings that we've been given, if we're able to help others see their full potential and walk in that, to me, that's the dream. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, looking and just the idea of other people looking at this and going, hey, because we don't know who we're going to affect no. or, or be able to have an impact on. Right. Um, so many people along the way, and and I've never necessarily tried to tell the story or not, but have came up and I've had the opportunity to tell the story of Mike and I and, and um, walking through the debt and how we got out of it. And I, I truly believe that it was a, you know, it was a lucky spot for us to, not lucky yeah. necessarily. It was like a sliding door moment for you, mm-hmm. yes. right? Because it changed everything. It changed everything. I was able to grow through it. Mm-hmm. We obviously grew through it in our marriage and it made our marriage better than ever, but we had to grow through that in order for us to get there. But also for people to be able to see that there was light at the end of the tunnel. Or life after debt. Yes, or life after <laughs> debt. Uh, there's something special to that. That's awesome. Well, we'll make it a little more lighthearted now so people can like <laughs> know more about you and I. Yes, so I have ma'am. to put my glasses on for this part. Okay. All right. So just a question. I'm sure people want to know. Okay. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? Oh, Done a lot of crazy things. I think um, a big one for me is um, I went with some friends in college to the Bahamas. And um, one, I wouldn't recommend it whatsoever, but (laughs) but we did go to the Bahamas and we got into a limousine and went swimming at night. Um, Now I'm like super shark phobia. But at the time, like I thought it was the right idea. And if you guys are listening to this, I'm sure you're laughing. But um, yeah, so there was four of us. We were right out of high school going into college. I think we're first year college. And we just decided to go down there. We didn't have any money or anything, but went down there, had a great um, trip. So it was fun. It's one for the books. Yeah, for sure. It's (laughs) funny how we do all those things when we're young. And now we look at our kids like, oh my, right. I mean, I, I did some crazy things. I feel like my whole life is full of crazy things. It was hard but to choose. truth is, is that for me, I think I, I actually, the craziest would probably be convincing 
convincing a radio station <laughs> that Sharon, myself, and Christy, we sing backup for the Wilson Phillips group. Now, anybody who knew Wilson Phillips, they didn't need backup singers. They were great. No. But they believed me and had us come down to the radio station and sing for everyone. And people were calling in, you know, and here I'm sitting here like, when am I going to break the news for them that we are not the backup singers for Wilson <laughs> Phillips? And we just kind of rode with it. And we were singing with Survivor and singing the national anthem for the Yankees. And finally, I'm like, look, guys, I have got to tell you something. We are not the backup singers. But it was just such a crazy idea that we walked through um, and kind of opened some doors for us. So I don't have any regrets about it, but it's just hysterical looking back at the now where I am to look at the old me and be like, what was I thinking? We were so, slowly growing. Yeah. That's all. You yeah. know, I, I look at that and I, I don't either. I don't have any regrets. No. I mean, a lot of stuff happened that I'm like, man, if that wouldn't have happened, but maybe if it hadn't, I wouldn't have learned, you know, the way I learned. So yeah. I, I, I don't stick with regrets. No. That's such a great point. I think it's easy to look back in the moment and be like, why did I do that? But when you look back and even on my life, when I look back and I see things, it's like, but if I wouldn't have done that, I, I wouldn't have gotten here. And if I wouldn't, you know, if that bad thing would not have happened, I wouldn't have gotten to the next level. So right. it just goes to show you like your steps were ordained and God's got you. And I know for me, if you looked at my life, there's no other explanation than God, yeah. all the way from my marriage to business and every other area. So um, I think you just have to walk in that. You and do. Yeah. It's crazy. And I, I like the fact that a lot of people, you know, and, and I have, I'm sure, many times um, gotten to a point where something happens and you get paralyzed or you get fearful in that. And you just have to know that I think one of the biggest things that I can offer is to keep walking, mm. keep moving, keep going forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look at the Bible and I look at Acts mm -hmm. and Acts is just like that story of action. Yeah. And so I've always looked at that and thought about that. And I'm like, you know, that's the thing is you got to keep going. You got to keep moving. So. So if someone could go back and give you one piece of advice in business or um, as an entrepreneur that you wish you would have known when you were younger, what would it be? Well, I think like I was talking about earlier with the type A personality, um, celebrate the successes. Mm -hmm. That's a big one for me. And um take better care of your finances, you know, along the way. And if you do, you know, could have been where, where we are maybe a lot quicker and stuff. If I had done that, um, it was a good learning experience, but maybe if I had known that maybe things would have been a little different. Yeah, no, that's good advice. Yeah. I think you? it's easy for people to uh -huh. your point. Like even when you start making great money and building businesses, to live into that, to spend everything. And I think what you said was so powerful. It doesn't matter what you're making. If you're spending a dollar over that a month, you're not doing well. Like you're going to end up in debt. So that was such a, a good thing for me. Yes. I'm a type A too, but I'm also a straight shooter. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. What number are you? I'm an eight okay. too, of course. All right. So then, you know, <laughs> eights have a very hard time of having a filter on anything they do or say. It's just kind of like, well, you know, it. I'm just going to say it and hope it lands on you well. Don't take it personally, yes. right? So I can remember when we first launched our company in Tampa, I could fire off an email like no one's business. Like it didn't take me two seconds coming over. This is exactly what I think. Boom, done. But what I never realized was how that was read. And so like mm -hmm. people would get these emails and be like, oh my gosh, I just got your email. I'm like, okay, and what? 
Like, what's so bad about the email? I I don't understand. And so my business partner, Harry, at the time had said, you know what I want you to do? And I'm so thankful he did this, by the way. He said, I want you to start typing out your emails and waiting 24 hours Mm -hmm. before you send them. And then go back and reread it and see if you still feel the same way. And I'm like, what a great idea, you know? Mm -hmm. And most of the time when I would do it that way, I would actually tweak and change it because I could start to see how, okay, maybe in the heat of the moment, I was like so innate and typing whatever came to my mind. Whereas 24 hours later, I may have softened it because I realized it wasn't that big of a deal as I was making it. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. I totally agree. We had a friend that she said once, she's like, when I, when I want to say something, I'll take a breath and I'll write it down. And then I'll take exactly like he said, I'll take a little bit of time and Mm -hmm. then I'll go back and I'll reread it and I'll reread it and see if it was still worth saying or worth typing or worth texting. And I think that that is wisdom beyond the ages. Yeah, it was a game changer for me. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, because for me, it's always important to leave people feeling like a million bucks. And, you know, that's that's actually our tagline in Jackie is we want people to feel like a million bucks and it has to start with me. So anything I do or say and how people walk away from me, that's how I want them to feel like they're capable of anything. They can do anything. They're powerful. Um, That's the goal. So now my emails match it. Oh, that's Lucky incredible. you. You're not going to get any bad emails from me. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> well, and even that, it was never, it's never, I think, with AIDS or anybody else, yeah. I don't think it's ever something that you want to hurt somebody's feelings. Mm-mm. You just want them to be the best that they can be. And right. sometimes it just comes across. But I think that you're totally right in the fact that if you can go over something, you can take some time, you can take a breather. Um, that's something that also I've learned from Mike. He's, he's very good at that. And um, he probably keeps me in line. Really awesome. well. <laughs> so now to like transition a little bit, just yep. just because people want to know, like, you know, oh, what what do they eat? Where do they shop? What do they what do they do in their free time? To be honest, I don't even feel like I have much free time these days. I don't know about you with the kids' Same. sports schedules and everything. It's very difficult. Um, but what do you like to do? Like when you have downtime and you're not in the trenches with the business, how do you spend your free time? Yes, that's a great question. So um, I love to be on the water. Yeah. Um, I, I love being on the water. I love that we live in paradise, right? Yes, for sure. Um, out in the sun. I love to work out outside. Interesting. Uh, yes. So I like pickleball too. So for all of you pickleball lovers out there, um, that's a new one for me. And um, I just love it. But um, I love doing that. I love being with family. I love drinking coffee. Coffee's my jam, and I love clothes too. Yeah, um, and I love Jackie. It's so, so good. it's it's new <laughs> for me. People kept telling me you got to get to Jackie, and I was so busy, I never took the time. And I'm like, I will, I will, I will. And then we met the first time. Yes. I met you at the Charlotte Gamble event yes. when you came, but also mm-hmm. you came back and we were going to the same exact event that you came in to get styled for. Do you remember? I do. That's so crazy. Yes. So I came fun. in and I'm like. I've been wanting to come in. I just hadn't done it yet. <laughs> and then I said, I'll just come in because I have this event coming up. Yeah. So um, I'll pop in and then you can, you guys can dress me and you guys did such a good job and you dressed Mike too. Yeah. And we went to the event and um, there was so fun. Yes. It was a blast. And everybody was like, oh, you guys look so good. I'm like, oh. It was so fun. Yes, it was. For me, I, I, it's interesting. You like to work outside. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Ryan. He wants to be outside all the mm-hmm. time. I am a Peloton fanatic. Yes. I absolutely love it. I did my time 
of doing the boot camps and working in the gyms. And I used to work for Shapes Total Fitness when I was younger, which was great. I loved it. But I think for me now at this phase, I mean, I'm almost 50, so I'm a little bit older than you are. So for me, it's about just being the healthiest version of Amber. And I think so many times when you, and I know I did, when Mm -hmm. I was going to a boot camp, it was like an addiction. And I was starting to look pretty jacked up, which is great. Right. But I don't want to look like huge. I want to still have look like a woman and look like a female. But I see some girls who absolutely love it. They look great. It works for them. I was sore all the time. (laughs) I I never felt like I could drop the weight I wanted to. So I so transitioned to Peloton. And I'll tell you, I love the convenience of it. Most importantly, I love it's there at my house. I can do it whenever I want. I see the best results. And the whole Peloton community is just incredible. All the coaches are amazing. Um, the classes. So I'm obsessed with Peloton. I it love is my that. outlet for business. Yeah. I love that. You know, and the fact that I've never tried it. Oh my um, gosh. You have to try I, it. I do. I have to try it. And you know what else that I forgot to tell you is I love to dance. So I love hip hop classes. Um, dance is my jam. Uh, that's something that so my little girl and I had in common too. She loves to dance. Um, but I danced since I was a little girl. So there's classes around here that I'll go in yeah. and pop into and take. Love, okay, please tell love, me so love. I can join you. Yes. So there's a place in Sarasota, which I'm a little further away from okay. now, but um, you and I will go there. Yeah. Yeah, we For will go. Sure. It is so fun. And my girls there are awesome. And um, it's just, it's a blast, blast, blast. So we'll have to go there sometime. Definitely. Well, I know that we're going to have so much to talk about and mm-hmm. people are going to learn so much about us. But I don't know. How do you want to leave people this? This is our first introductory episode. Like, what is it? What's in final remarks? What do you want to say to people as we leave today? Yeah. What can they expect from this? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think this is the big thing is y'all got to know, and I'm Southern, so just know that. Um, (laughs) And sometimes it comes out. But you guys got to know that Amber and I, which are totally on the same page Mm -hmm. on this, um, we we live on faith. Mm Mm-hmm family, freedom, fashion, and we love to have a lot of fun. So if you like any of those things, this is the podcast to listen to because we've got some fun and juicy stuff for you. And then along the way, we're going to tell you about how we came to life after death. That's right. And we have some incredible guests. Yes. So you're going to want to stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss out. You're always going to hear things probably about us you've never heard before, Um, but also see areas of opportunity for yourself. So we are so excited. Um, to walk through this. And I know I'm just grateful that you're here, Tiffany, and know that even you and I are like, it's going to be hilarious. I can (laughs) just see this happening. So it's going to be hysterical. So thanks. This is fun. Thank you too. And I'm so excited to do this with you, Amber. Yeah. Have a great day.